following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Friday. Welcome to Fantasy Beasts and Where to Find Them. I am your co-host Kyle Rennie, joined as always by Mr. Gary Hall. Gary, we're almost at the weekend. Almost at the weekend. It's Fat Boy Friday for all you people who like food out there. We're going to eat a bunch of dino nuggets and Rachel's Mediterranean Grill today. Oh boy. Um, Guys, uh, we have had some real interesting stuff. We've, we've had some interesting news on the Thursday night game. We're here to talk a little bit about it. It is only halftime as we're recording this. However, score's currently 7-6. to six. Sam Darnold's really struggling holding on to the ball today. Uh, Davis Mills, not looking awful to this point. Not looking awful, but not looking great. Kind of in the... It's exactly how he looked last week. Um, but yeah, currently looking at a Davis Mills stat line at half of 9... Oh, okay, okay. Maybe we're wrong, Gary. We haven't been paying full attention. He's 9 of 11 for 79 and one touchdown. Uh, The touchdown going to Anthony Miller, his second catch of the day. Brandon Cooks, 4 of 60. Brandon Cooks is looking like he's on pace to be a top 15 wide receiver in fantasy this year. Something I did not see coming. Um, Mark Ingram, 3 rushes, 16 yards, 5.3 yards per carry. Philip Lindsay, 5 rushes for 1 total yard. Yikes. Yikes. Um, on the opposite side of the ball, Sam Darnold, 13 of 20 for 158. He's been sacked three times. He has fumbled twice, although he has not lost it either time. Christian McCaffrey was 7 of 31 on the ground, 2 of 9 in the air, and also doesn't have a hamstring. Yeah, um, we're still not certain on what's going on with that. but uh, Well, he's officially been ruled out for the remainder of the game. So McCaffrey with at least yep. some form of an extended hamstring injury. Uh, opening the door for Chuba Hubbard to come on in. A guy that, Gary, you and I both liked him out of college. Uh, was a former Heisman candidate. He's already gone 2 of 17 receiving. Two rushes, three yards on the ground. We'll see how he really holds up in the second half here. But if you're listening to this, and if more importantly you're in a league, this is early Friday morning, where there's no waivers, jump on Chuba Hubbard now, grab him. I, I mean, if you've got a roster spot and you can move it, do it. Yeah. Uh, the real story out of Carolina, though, DJ Moore is looking like the guy that everybody thought he'd be last year. Six for 100, uh, 16 points at the half in PPR leagues. DJ Moore looking like he wants to really come back and be a stud. Yeah, I mean, it's the guy that we knew he could be, the guy we knew he had the potential to be. Um, and now he's got a quarterback. I mean, nothing against Cam, but now he's got a quarterback who can consistently get it well, to him. Well, not even Cam. It'd be Teddy Bridgewater because Teddy was yeah. their quarterback last year. Um, defensively, nothing much here. They got a sack from Brian Burns. They have a half a sack from uh, Morgan Fox. It sounds like a friend Brandon, half a sack. Yeah. <laughs> um, defensively for Houston, 
Uh, we've got Jonathan Greenard, Whitney Merciless, and Ross Blacklock, all with sacks. Uh, that line is really just tearing up Carolina right now. But, Gary, I think that's about it for Thursday night that we've gotten to. There's another half of the game ahead of us, so we could be missing something big. But that'll do it for what we're going to record. Uh, Gary, anything else you want to say before we get into the normal episode? No, let's uh, get to it. Okay, well, to quote a great man, his name is uh, Badlands Chugs, don't touch that mouse or that screen phone. You're listening to Fantasy Beasts and Where to Find Them. All right, guys, welcome back. You just heard myself and Gary talking about the Thursday night game that is still ongoing as we're finishing this. Uh, Carolina, Houston, what a game, right, Gary? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not too excited about it. I'm excited to see Carolina play, not so much Houston. No, 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 we've already watched like 30 minutes of it, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, if you can't tell, we're pre-recording kind of. A little bit ahead. Uh, oh, that's not good news for Carolina. Yitor Grossmatos uh, is not playing tonight. Um, but here we are, guys. Happy weekend. Happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Beasts and Where to Find Them. I'm Kyle Ranney. This is Gary Holt. Today we're going to talk about some matchups we do really like. Hopefully we're on the more correct standard this week uh, since we were a little off last week. A little off, but I mean, can't always be 100%, right? No, uh, and if we if we were, we would be geniuses. Like I said to you, fantasy is kind of like stocks. Sometimes you're hitting big, sometimes you're getting shit on. Sometimes you're got Bitcoin, sometimes you got Dogecoin. Yep, yep. We got a lot of we had a lot of Doge last week, but we're shooting for some <laughs> bit this week. Uh, Gary, uh, do you want to start us off? Anything uh, matchup wise you really like this week? Yeah, let me let me just go through my players because I like doing it that way because it makes me. Uh, be able to pay attention a little more. I'll say this: uh, he's not had the greatest week or greatest season so far. Granted, he is ranked number five, but an absolute stardom this week uh, at quarterback Russell Wilson. I'll go that route. Russell Wilson faces Minnesota. Minnesota's been skunked two weeks, including just getting ripped apart by Kyler Murray. Um, I, I mean, I, Russell has been the consistent to say the least, averaging twenty four points a game. Uh, week one twenty six, week two twenty two. Um, I can't see it downgrading against Minnesota. So, I this week. I mean, obviously you're gonna start him, but I like Delvin Cook this week against Seattle. I agree with that. Seattle's thirty second against the run. Uh, obviously, monitoring his situation, he did set out practice on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if he's healthy, he's a start. If for some reason something goes wrong where he's not healthy. I'll be the first to tell you, watch Alexander Madison being a flex play. Uh, scoop him up if you don't already have him. If you're a Delvin Cook owner and you don't have him, I question you. Um, but I, I definitely I think it's a playable option here. Um, Lamar Jackson. Who the Ravens have? They have Detroit. And oh, he's already had sure. a pretty good year. Detroit has been struggling defensively. Dan Campbell is biting kneecaps, though. We saw that. We had a, we had a couple of knee injuries already this year against Detroit. Um, Justin Herbert for his first explosive game of the year. Yeah, I'm going to need that. Uh, I'm a Herbert owner. Let's see. Well, I mean, beyond just being Justin Herbert, he faces the Chiefs, who haven't been really great at anything so far on defense. And you know the way of beating the Chiefs is staying with the Chiefs. 
Uh, Danny Dimes, scary. He is a top 10 quarterback right now. He's number 8. He has been averaging 24.6 points a game. Mm -hmm. And he's facing the 32nd ranked defense in Atlanta. Uh, I'm not saying Danny Dimes is a real deal, although I did scoop him in a couple leagues as a backup. Um, Can't go wrong there. But Danny Dimes this week looking to really explode. (sighs) I do like Mike Davis this week. Yeah? Yeah, I think uh, against New York, I think he's going to have a better outing than he's had in the previous weeks. See, I'm going to go the opposite of that. I'm going to go with Cordero Patterson. Just because the Giants have not looked like they can solve much of anything defensively, and Patterson's being used in the run and the pass game. Well, I The only reason I'm saying Mike Davis, I was going to go like I like the, like the pair. But uh, I just think with last week them playing Tampa... Um, Philadelphia gave him a struggle. I think this is the week that he has the chance to solidify You know, I will spot. say this. He's at least had back-to-back double-digit points, and that's all right. you kind of ask for sometimes. I mean, I started last week, and I beat a buddy of ours with Trey Sermon getting me four points. Um, so I would happily take double digits in that situation. That's actually why I was able and happily able to grab Cordero Patterson in that league, and he's my number two running back right now. Um... I mean, Cooper Cup against Tampa. Tampa's been beaten up. Cooper Cup has lit up this league at this point. Uh, I don't see that slowing up. Gary, I guess the question comes, rock, paper, scissors, which Seattle receiver gets the gets the points this week? I I'm feel gonna, like it's finally DK. I'm just going to just... I'm going to consistently say Tyler Lockett. Yeah? Yeah. I, I think... Uh, I was reading an article, and then... Um, they're not really sure how to use DK right now. Last year, he seemed to be the number one. Um, but this year, he's, he's kind of like lost in the fold, and they're consistently going back to Tyler Lockett. So I guess here's the thing. If DK does indeed draw Patrick Peterson, Peterson's been allowing about 18 points a game versus Brashad Breland, a guy who usually you see get toasted. Brashad Breland's only allowing 14. Uh, Minnesota's secondary has not been as bad as expected. And, I mean, I guess... Coming out of this at the same, Mackenzie Alexander's allowing 16 points, unless they decide to really kind of toy with, toy with it and put lo- or put Tyler Lockett back in the slot. But Freddie Swain's in the slot currently, and he had a pretty good week last week. Yeah, um, I tried to get him in a couple leagues uh, on the waiver wire. Uh, Aaron Jones is a must start. Obviously, if you got him, you're going to start him. Um, <sighs> Calvin Ridley, again, is a decent start this week. He faces the Giants. Uh, I mean, should be getting a Dory Jackson. Maybe maybe you're hoping he sees more James Bradbury. Uh, Alamide Zaccheus currently expected to see Bradbury with about 17 points a game averaged for him. Um, a player that I would put on my starting list that a lot of people are losing faith in, and this will be the last time you hear me say his name if he doesn't produce this week, Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay, Gary, is facing Fabian Morrow as the number one corner in Atlanta, and Morrow's allowed over 20 points a game to whoever he sees in shadows. Kenny Galladay, I mean, granted, you have to hope that that Danny Dimes can figure it out and throw that outside ball a little better, but Galladay should be a sneaky, sneaky sleeper this week of a guy who can produce. Uh, A.J. Brown kind of facing a resurgence matchup, as long as he does see T.J. Carey. Uh, I could see 
Tennessee exploding this week. What do you think of that? I think, yeah, I mean, Tennessee, they're always kind of spotty. They're either going to be dominant or they're going to get blown out. They are, but at this point in time, it's looking like they're going to see uh, Huntley at quarterback. Tyler, I think Tyler Huntley or whatever it is, Huntley and Jacob Eason are sharing first team snaps with the, with the concern over uh, Carson Wentz's yeah. double sprain ankle. Um, you know, I'm in a fantasy group on Facebook, and somebody asked earlier, um, Terry McLaren or somebody else, who do I start? And I watched somebody proclaim, why the hell would you sit Terry McLaren? And I, anybody who's listening to us all year knows that I'm a huge Terry McLaren fan. Mm-hmm. But man... Tredavious White has only allowed 11 points per game to players. Uh, I mean, 11 points is 11 points, but I don't know if I'm expecting a resurgence in a huge game out of out of uh, Terry this week. Um, this, I like. Uh, let's see. I like Max Williams. We talked about him a couple days ago. Yes, I think. tight end out of Arizona. I scooped um, him up in one league, and I'm going to start him just to see how that goes. I was. I. I Previously started Cole Komet, and it just has not been the the way that I wanted it to go, so I'm going to try something else at tight end. And I think um, with the volume he saw the other day, he's a very, very solid target for Arizona. So there's some bad news for you here. I don't know if it's skewed numbers due to the fact of who they played week two. Um, my charts in front of me, Gary, are saying that both Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb are... Not great candidate candidates for good points this week. Yeah, I know I saw that, but I can't just. I, can't I know not. I know you can't, but Steven Nelson uh, took over last week, allowed six points even against the 49ers. Um, Darius Slay allowed eight point one combined the last two weeks. CD and uh, Amari are gonna have to be the guys that really kick that door open to make that a thing. I think the only reason I I'm okay with. Um, I'm pretty okay with CD for the fact that I think that's CD um, for the fact that consistently he's almost put up 20 points both weeks 17 last week and 25 week one Amari's what makes me worried because Amari Cooper's the one that forever has just kind of either put up or not you know yeah. what I mean and like 40.9 <coughs> points week one and then in week two 5.4 points like um, I'll tell you this, if you're a Philadelphia receiver owner, there's two of the three that I like, and the one I don't is Devonta Smith again. Um, Jalen Rager faces Anthony Brown, who allowed 23 points per week. Quez Watkins gets Jordan Lewis, who allow, who's allowed 19 points per week. Um, a guy that people are starting to talk about more, we talked about him earlier this week, Gary, as well, Zach Pascal gets a really weak Slot or slot corner out of uh, Tennessee and Elijah Molden, who's allowed twenty two and a half points a game. Mm-hmm. Zach Pascal might be well worth a start this week. I think I like Corey Davis this week. I think he's going to have a bounce back game. Um, Zach Wilson, I think, had a, a lot of reason why he didn't have a very good game. That offensive—I don't know if you saw how bad that offensive line blocked. They were, they've been terrible. Um, the thing that concerns me, I guess, is if, if matchups are correct, he's getting one of the better rookies in the league in Patrick Certain. I think uh, as long as the ball can get to him, I think Corey Davis is going to be fine this week. Um, DJ Moore tonight 
uh, as we're talking, expected to... That is not... Oh, that's Terrence. I thought that was Terrace Marshall on defense, and there's a Terrence Mitchell and a Terrace Marshall. That's going to get confusing in coverage on <laughs> receiver. Uh, DJ Moore faces Vernon Hargraves, who's not been great. Marquise Hollywood-Brown looking to continue being red hot, Gary. Um, Give me Derek Carr against the beaten... Dolphins, Miami, Miami defense. I've been taking the Dol- or the Raiders' defense in a mm-hmm. lot of scenarios this week. And it's not that I don't like Miami. You've heard Gary and I talk up Miami for quite some time now. It's that I don't trust Jacoby, Bris- J- Jacoby Brisket dinner. Right. He's, he's going to turn like the ball a brisket. He's going to turn the ball over. He's going to um, get sacked. But with them putting, getting beat 35 nothing last week and the Raiders coming in hot, give me some Derek Carr action. I like it. Um, I think Stephon Diggs finally has the breakout game that we've been waiting for. I think so. I He's think expected goes... to get St. Juiced if uh, William Jackson's not ready to go. And I think that'll go along with seeing a good game from Josh Allen. But it's all going to depend on how that, that offensive line That line has blocks. to hold up against one of the best defensive lines in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, A.J. Brown, we talked about. Antonio Brown's not playing. Or at least not expected to. He was placed on the COVID list. Oh, okay. Jacoby Myers is a guy who I'm fading off of this week. Do not play him. He's expected to see Bradley Roby this week. Um, Roby just traded to New Orleans recently. Had a great game last week. Um, Nelson Aguilar looks like he might be the target in that Saints-Pats uh, game. I I would be willing to go with any of the Indy I think the Indy-Tennessee game is going to be a high-scoring affair. It's going to be a lot of throwing. Um, DJ Chark, who's had a couple good games. Unless Marvin... I mean, Marvin Jones still gets Robert Alford, so... I don't hate either Jacksonville receiver this week. What do we got uh, tight end-wise, though, Gary? Huh? Uh, Kyle Pitts might have his breakout, finally. He might... He's been having solid games, just hasn't been able to find he the end zone He hasn't found yet. the end zone, and I think this is the week here. Against the Giants, 28th in the league. Logan Thomas had a day last week against the Giants. Um, I don't... So everybody's jumping the Jared Cook bandwagon, and I think that this will be the game that... There's going to be a touchdown from a tight end, but it will be Donald Parham. Mark my words on that. I called this last year during a game, and it was Parham who caught a touchdown last year. So let's go two for two. Um... I would call Evan Ingram, but we don't know if he'll be healthy. Dan Arnold, tonight, uh, as we're recording. It's a guy, obviously, we can't get the news out there and say start him, but I like Dan Arnold being getting his first touchdown catch as a Carolina Panther tonight as well. Um, defensive plays, I've already talked about this in a couple. Uh, I like the Broncos this week. I like, I like the Cardinals. I like the Browns. I like the Raiders. Obviously, I like the Ravens, but... Yeah. The Ravens haven't been able to penetrate and get get quarterback hits, so... Let's see if there's any sneaky... I'm not super high on Joe Mixon this week, and this is going to be the first week that I've said that. Nope. Uh, I do love me some Austin Eckler this week, though. Yeah, hopefully he'll uh, get a little few more of those pass-catching um, points. I want to know how this is a thing. Najee Harris, who has not had... 
He, he finally put up 19 points last week against Vegas, um, and he did it all through the air. He had five points against Buffalo, and ESPN believes that this man is going to score 19 points this week. Um, Who do they have? Najee Harris. They have him at 18 points against no, Cincinnati, okay. who's been in the middle. They haven't been awful against they, – they held Delvin Cook pretty well. And that's that's a feed in its own right. Um, fading on Saquon, I don't trust him at this point in time. Uh, I'm going to fade on Chris Carson, too. Minnesota did a pretty damn good job last week of holding against Arizona. And Arizona's got a good running back in Chase Edmonds. Um, but, like, yeah, they got ran over pretty well. I, I just don't think I trust him. I don't trust Zeke. You, you would want... In theory, I want to sit here and think that we're going to have a resurgence from Clyde Edwards-Hilaire this week against the Chargers. I don't trust Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah, I don't know. They seem to not really want to use him at all. Um, I was listening to a radio show today. It's like, they don't really have a game plan for him. they just given the ball to break up the... The, passing yeah. 50 times a game. Hey, here's here's the ball, Clyde. Don't fumble. What what do you mean by that? I mean, don't fumble. We literally, we just we just can't give the ball to Pat Mahomes every game. Like, that's it. That's what that is. Um, I don't know if I love either of the Washington backs either this week, honestly. Every, so here's the thing. Everybody's been gung-ho on Antonio Gibson. And I said from the get-go, I was not a huge fan of him. And go figure, through two games... He averages 10 points, and that's nothing that I'm drafting as a second rounder. Um, DeAndre Swift again. Baltimore has not been great against running backs. Uh, Swift didn't have a great week week last week, but they abandoned all chance to use him once Green Bay really got ahead. Um, Not jumping high on Miles Sanders. I'll jump back on Daryl Henderson if he's healthy. Daryl Henderson has had two good games. 15 and 17. That's a guy I slept on, and he's going to make me pay for it, I think. Mm. Gary, anybody else you've got? I like Debo this week. Really? Yeah. They have not been able to figure out how to get Ayuk involved, so he's kind of been like the, the go-to guy. <laughs> you know who I like this week? Although the numbers here don't say it, but I saw him play with Buffalo last year and he was burnt toast, and he's the current number one corner in San Fran. Give me some Devontae Adams against Josh Norman this week. Oh, for sure. Um, you said Debo, though. Debo is drawing... Debo's expected to see Jair Alexander this week. However, they might be able to slide him all over the field if they can get Brandon Ayuk re-involved. Right. Um, They're going to run the ball heavy, but I, I, just, I like Debo's chances this week. I don't like... I don't like Deontay Harris or Marquez Callaway this week for New Orleans, but I mm-hmm. would give a little bit of a nod to Lil Jordan Humphreys. Okay. Lil Jordan Humphreys is supposed to see... Uh, Jonathan Jones, who's allowed almost 16 points a game. It's a little sneaky play there. You know what? I got a little sneaky one. You got a little sneaky little toot-toot? I know he fumbled last week, but ended up having a good game or putting up 14 points. Give me some Zach Moss. 
It seems like Buffalo likes to go back and forth between whoever's got the hot hand. I was thinking Zach Moss, and I've actually got him in in a lineup, so I I don't I hate do, that. I have him in a lineup too, um, because he's only projected to get six points. Six points, and it's it's a pain in the ass. But I think he's going to consistently put up double digits for the fact that um, I think that the Bills kind of want him to be running back one. Yeah, and I mean it, it almost seems like. It almost seems like he was a kick to his balls when they sat him week one, and they were yeah. like, "Listen, get better, kid." Mm-hmm. And like that fumble obviously hurt him, but he came back and had I think two touchdowns. Yeah, uh, I will say another guy I'm intrigued by. This is this is a really ballsy play here. Give me some rolling Justin Fields action. Yeah, I'll I'll be confident to finish with that one. Give me some Justin Fields action. I would love to see him come out, just light it up, and be like, "Hey, Andy, take oh, a seat." Cleveland was allowed. The 30th points to quarterbacks. And that's basically through the air. They've played some pretty immobile quarterbacks. I, I don't want to like say, oh, like Cleveland, I want you to lose, but I want the Bears to win because I want to see Justin Fields take that job. I like Justin Fields. Um, I want to see him take the job. Another one, it's not, a, it's not a sexy name. Give me Jared Goff this week. Jared Goff hasn't done poorly. He's actually the 10th ranked fantasy quarterback right now. Uh, and he gets the Ravens, who are 28th against quarterbacks. Granted, yes, you've got to hope his line can hold up for him and he stops getting just smoked constantly. But I, I'm intrigued. I, I'm, I'm going to roll with that. I'll name those my last two. Gary, do you got anything else you want to add, or are we going to call I this an episode? I think we're calling it an episode. I've gone through a lot of my roster. Perfect. And my... Guys, well, we thank you for jumping on. Uh, we thank you for listening to us ramble on like we knew what happened last night and then talking prior, like, because we do know something of what happened. Uh, we hope you guys are doing well. We hope you guys jump on. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us some love on the Facebook at Fantasy Beast FB Pod, on Twitter at Fantasy Beast FB, on Tiki Tribe TV on Twitch. Jump on our Twitch page or our Facebook page every Sunday morning at 10 30. Uh, check out our fantasy live show. We'll jump on. We'll give you some answers if you've got stardom sinum questions. Shout out to our sponsors, Jeanette at Therapy. Therapy? I said it right this time. Yeah. Therapy Sessions Buffalo. Uh, she'll make you look real pretty. Happy birthday to Jeanette. That is today. Um, shout out to Damien up at the Platter Box in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. He'll make you some great Joe Couture boards. Uh, and shout out to our newest sponsor, that's right, guys. Nothing goes better with football than some good old-fashioned chicken wings. Unless you're dipping them in ranch, then leave. <laughs> but if you want to dip your wings in some great, brand-new material, we're not talking our episodes, but you can always get wings for our episodes as well, check out chickendippin.com or on Instagram at chicken underscore dippin. Uh, they are the revolutionary way to dip your wings. Gary, as you would say... It's a bathtub for your chicken wing. Yep. And it's phenomenal. I use it all the time, and so should you. Guys, thank you so much. Until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts, and we'll show you exactly where to find them. Happy Sunday, guys.